This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to the Get Started Investing Summer Series brought to you by Superhero. Over the past five episodes, we've been hearing from members of both the Equity Mates and Superhero community covering some of the biggest questions for anyone starting their investing journey. And this is the very last one of the series. So it's a pleasure, as always, to be joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Great to be here for the final episode. I imagine we're wrapping up our summer summer holidays, probably back in the office, busily making plans for 2022. Uh, but excited for this one because similar to our last episode, We've got the whole band back together, all of the contributors from the Equity Mate Summer Series, and we've got one last question to ask them. That's it. Give us a stock pick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great episode. Uh, head across to the Equity Mates Investing Podcast and listen to our buy, hold, sell from uh, late last year with Adam Dawes if you do want some uh, some stock picks. But we are asking... Uh, we're asking everyone who's returning on this episode, what are the best resources that they've used on their investing journey and are continuing to use? Um, because look, there's no doubt that finding resources that um, are meaningful, cut out the noise and uh, help you on your investing journey is very important. Yeah. And I think we wanted to end this on a very practical note. Over the last five episodes, hopefully you've heard from a number of people that have made you uh, feel more comfortable with where you are on your investing journey, made you realize that uh, the barriers that you're facing and the challenges that you're facing, a number of other people have faced. And now it's the time to get practical. What can we actually use to help us become better investors and make 2022 a really financially fulfilling year? Uh, so before we hear from uh, our community members, the summer series is brought to you by Superhero Superhero allows you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees and you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions and fees and charges apply. So Ren, what's your number one resource? Number one resource, uh, oh, that's tough. Um, like not allowed to use any other resource, deserted island, only mm -hmm. one resource, need to make a million dollars before I can get rescued vibes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm tossing up. In terms of information, it would be either Twitter or Reddit. Okay. I could probably take or leave either of them. I think they're both really valuable sources of news and information. Importantly, you have to curate them because if you cur curate them poorly, 
you it'll be just a terrible news diet and you'll get a terrible information flow. But if you are going to the right places and following the right people, that can be really valuable. So for day-to-day news, I'd probably say those two. But I knew you couldn't answer this question. I know, I know. But if I had to just choose one resource to help me become a better investor, it would be one of the classic investing books, like a Seth Klarman Margin of Safety. If if I was more wanting to understand the basics uh, of as a beginner investor, a Patrick O'Shaughnessy Millennial Money. Terrible name, great book. Interesting, nice. What about you? Three good resources. I'm an audio guy. I'd be taking any podcast over anything so I can just sit there and listen to podcasts. <laughs> invest like the best if you're looking for it. Obviously, um, yeah, look up invest like, the, uh, invest like the Best. There are plenty of amazing podcasts out there in the finance and, and news space as well. Um, but I think the important thing to realize is when you're thinking about resources, don't just be thinking investing specific resources. The best investors around the world and something that we do as well, you, you want to be reading widely. You want to be understanding um, what's going on in the world to become a better investor. You're not necessarily looking for resources that are going to tell you how to value stocks specifically. And I think that's been my biggest transition with resources. When I first started, I was reading all the investing books, you know, trying to get through security analysis and the big, thick, heavy books about investing, I've soon come to realize that it's just as beneficial to read about how business leaders think about building businesses and how entrepreneurs think and and really sort of understand business in general and how economies work and what's going on. So when you're thinking about curating resources, yeah, don't get caught up in thinking it just needs to be investing related. Uh, there's so yeah, there's so many resources out there that the challenge the challenge back in the day, like when Warren Buffett was making his money, uh, you know, in like the fifties and the sixties, well, started making his money. He continues making money well after that. There was like a serious lack of information, and Buffett formed an edge by being the only one willing to read financial statement after financial statement, day after day and was really good at drawing inferences and understanding what they meant. But there wasn't a heap of information out there. The challenge for investors today is very different. The challenge is there's too much information. There's way too many opinions and and things to read and things to watch and things to listen to on any company that you're studying. And so the challenge back in Warren's day was around discovery, discovery of information. The challenge now is around curation of information. And I think finding the following the right people finding the right platforms is the big challenge. And, you know, you saying that you listen to podcasts, like that is a form of information curation because there are people who are taking all the information out there and making it into these audio episodes for you to listen to. Same with me with Reddit and Twitter. Who I follow is curating the information flows. And I think for any investor who just feels overwhelmed by the amount of information out there, just start small. Start with one platform, start following a few people, start reading one book, start listening to one podcast and build it from there. See who they follow, uh, see you know what they recommend and just build it out from there because it can be overwhelming. It, it, it is overwhelming. We do this for a full-time job and it's overwhelming. So well, we've asked the Get Started Investing community to share some of their favorite resources, which can all be great places to start and then to build from there. Well, Ren, that's a great segue. Um, let's hear from our Get Started Investing and Superhero community. Mm-hmm. 
So there's plenty of resources out there, podcasts, books, websites. You uh, started with a Motley Fool subscription. <laughs> what are, what have been some of the most helpful for you in the last, uh, well, throughout your investing journey? You know, there's so many stocks and ETFs that you can choose from that, you know, you just end up like not buying at all because it's just too, there's too many to choose from. So I think the resource when I was younger, it did help me because, you know, they provided like a simplified thesis, you know, it made it easy for me to pick Mm -hmm. because there wasn't that many. So that probably it did work when I was younger. But now that I've obviously, um, you know, had, you know, that big mistake happen to me with the stockbroker, Um, And I've been able to do a lot more research and obviously I have so much more awareness now of the um, what goes on and how complex things are that definitely listening to podcasts is probably the main, I guess, sort of research tool that I use um, because I'm not the biggest fan of reading. I've never been the biggest reader, um, but listening to people and hearing people's opinions and learning that way I respond to really well. Um, so, you know, like Equity Mates and My Millennial Money and I like listening to, um, you know, some property podcasts as well. They've been really good and I would love to get a um, subscription to the AFR, but I know it's like, I think it's like $7 a week and I yeah, haven't we, quite <laughs> dipped into that yet. I think it's the most expensive news subscription in the world. Yeah, okay, yeah. is it? That would make sense. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to get a subscription to that because I do read some of their articles, but it's funny I have them on um, social media and I go to click on their articles, but then the paywall comes up and it's so frustrating because so many of the articles seems like they're so interesting. So, but definitely podcasts, I think is what I respond to the best. And I think if you're starting off, it's an easy way to learn. Well, Courtney, thank you for joining us. As I said at the start, it's always good to hear from uh, beginner investors and those that are well into their journey on um, you know, challenges they're facing, how they've overcome them, mistakes, and of course, resources as well. So it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. So Queenie, um, you know, you spend a lot of time thinking about your own investing journey and uh, making a lot of content. What would you say some of your best resources are that help you think through your investing journey and, and make all this content? So YouTube. So if you're somebody who likes watching YouTube videos, I think New Money has great videos. So his name's Brandon, used to be called Aussie Wealth Creation. He's what initially kind of like inspired me to start my YouTube channel and like talking about finance online. And um, yeah, I think he just has some great resources and great insights. Instagram, I'm going to talk about kind of like the kind of content creator space and then more into resources, but Tash Invest, Broke Girl Wealth, The Money Mindset, podcasts, obviously you guys, My Millennial Money, She's on the Money, TikTok. So if you're interested in property, there's a great account called The Valuer and she's a property valuer and she kind of goes through like property investing and just like interesting things. Um, Tash Invest, The Happy Spender has a great TikTok account. Um, where she learns about crypto. She, so she did this whole series where every day she would learn something new about crypto. And um, and now she's like super advanced into crypto. And then she's nice. like, I watch her videos and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I just do not like when it started, it was like, this is what Bitcoin is like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I know this. And then like now it's like, 
staking and pancake swap. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> um, and I think also for just websites in general, the ASIC Money Smart website has some really great resources and it's very easy to understand. It's all written in plain English, like anybody can understand. There's they try not to use a lot of jargon, so I think it's really beginner-friendly as well. And obviously, the ATO, if you want, you know, tax um, insights. But, yeah, those are probably my favourite, like, content creators and resources in the space. Well, a shout-out to our audience that uh, you just definitely go and check out Invest with Queenie. That's your handle across all channels. Nice. Go and check it out. Um, plenty of great resources coming from your side as well. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, Queenie, thank you so much for sharing your insights and such enthusiasm, I guess, for educating others in this space. Uh, Alec and I are, are such fans of what you're doing and, and Pablo as well. And um, yeah, it's been great having you on. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the podcast and thank you guys for listening as well. So Molly, uh, in your workshops, uh, when you're speaking to people across social media, I'm sure you hear about plenty of resources and share plenty of resources with people looking to uh, get started investing. As Bryce has just said, there's no excuse yeah. now. So in terms of some of the best resources, um, can you share uh, any that you've come across, uh, in particular, any free ones that you've come across? Yeah. So, I mean, there's obviously some great podcasts out there and I, and I love um, You're in Good Company, but I think that's a great place for people to start as well. Also, I just like equity mates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> could not, not say that one. Not sponsored. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, I think, you know, with what we do at Ladies Finance Club, we're a really nice starting point for people who are brand new to investing. We have our online course, you know, we're running events and courses all the time on, you know, what are exchange traded funds and, you know, investing for beginners and, um, but on a whole range of personal finances, because there's a lot of things, you know, you need to get into shape to actually get ready for investing. You know, you got to get rid of that debt. You got to build that emergency fund. You got to make sure you don't need that money for like the next kind of three to five years. So, um, yeah, I would say <laughs> without sounding really lame, Ladies Finance Club is a great place to start. It's a great <laughs> resource. And then I love to nerd out on um, the Money Smart uh, website as well. I think there's some great calculators there as well. Um, and, you know, just having a look at the power of compounding and investments. Um, there's some really good information on that. Yeah, nice. Well, I would certainly encourage the Get Started Investing community to go check out all those resources. And if they want to follow you, Molly, and Ladies Finance Club, what's the best place to do so? So they can follow us on Instagram at Ladies Finance Club, um, or they can jump into our Facebook group, Ladies Finance Club Money Chat. And I forgot to mention, obviously, your book is a great starting place. I'm reading it at the moment. And um, it's really, it's so practical, so useful. So yeah, well done on your book. It's great. Well, thank you. Well, nice one, Molly. We appreciate you sharing your time with the Get Started Investing community. And as I said, uh, anyone out there who's looking to take that next step, certainly check out what Molly's doing. It's um, fantastic. So we appreciate your time as always. Thanks, guys. So Alicia, what are some of the best resources that you've used uh, over the last year to to get you thinking how you are and, and sort of on, really on your way to that fire, retire early uh, stage in life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, for me, it is, 
I, I'm just a sponge for knowledge. So I just put myself into as many sort of high quality Facebook groups that I can get my hands on. Um, there are definitely like some, you'll join a Facebook group and you'll think there's going to be this like amazing community. And it's just like, I'll, I'll make you hundreds of millions of dollars on this Forex <laughs> platform. So yeah. like, it's like all bots. But you know, I think I've just worked to identify a few communities that I really resonate with. So Equity Mates would be one of them. Um, also, I've mentioned that I, I'm interested in fire. So I'm in Aussie Firebugs community. Yep. Um, and I just really, I just go ahead. I'm a sponge. I just read, read, read. I usually do it um, while I'm in bed at night. And I also go on, like Reddit's a big resource for me. Um, I know that um, Ren has spoken about some of his favorite Reddit forums in the past. My one is um, r slash Oz Finance. Nice. It's a very like general intro to personal finance. Um, so yeah, just lots of reading. And I find that I can answer most of my questions and do most of my troubleshooting along the way. Well, I love that, Alicia, that you're uh, and seconding my Reddit recommendations. I haven't quite got Bryce on there, so I'm glad someone else is on there. So good. Upvote for you, Ren. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alicia, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on Get Started Investing over the last few weeks. Um, as always, it's a pleasure chatting with you. So uh, couldn't thank you enough for sharing your time. Thanks, guys. Can't wait to join you again. Awesome. Now let's hear from our next community member. So, James, we love hearing about uh, the different resources that people use to learn about investing and then to continue uh, keeping up to date with markets uh, throughout their investing journey. So uh, what are some of the best resources you found uh, when you were just getting started and learning and then, you know, today as you're trying to continue learning and keep up to date? Yeah, well, obviously, number one has for me has been the Equity Mates Investing Podcast. I just found it so relevant to me to begin with. You know, you guys are both the same age as me, coming from, you know, similar sort of backgrounds. And and the quality of the interviews you guys do, it just blew me away right from the very beginning. It was really good. I absolutely loved it. Also, the Thought Starters emails, you can tell a lot of effort goes into those. And even if I haven't got a lot of time just reading through the summaries there, I think you get the biggest um, bang for your time. If you've only got a few minutes to read through, definitely go and read through that. And also, the book, Get Started Investing, <laughs> even though I've already listened to all of the podcasts, still loving it and still got more interesting facts and, and extra bits of detail um, that are great to read through. Outside of Equity Mates, uh, for people who already listen to the show and subscribe to the newsletter but are looking for more resources, is there anything that you go to or anything you recommend to your mates? Yeah, so generally what I do when I'm looking at a company or industry or whatever is I'll just jump on their website, give it all a good read through and see what they're all about and get the whole big picture of what's going on with them. Then I'll jump across to Google and I want to try and get as much of an unbiased opinion as I can. So say, for example... If I want to be, if I'm looking at Apple, I'll go reasons to invest in Apple. Why should I invest in Apple? Read through a few articles there. Then I'll go on the flip side and say risks of investing in Apple. Why should I not invest in Apple? And try and get, you know, both sides mm. to, to the coin there. And then I'll just jump across to YouTube because I'm sick of reading by now <laughs> and just try to find some interviews with the CEO and I'll just chill out and, and get it, see what I'm vibing from the CEO. And if I think, and just in the, when you're looking at the bigger picture, I'm looking at basically a 2050 retirement. 
So I'm using my own mindset to think, what's that world going to look like? What are the biggest problems we're going to face over the next few decades? And where are those solutions going to come from? So when I'm, I'm always looking at everything, learning about how, you know, the world's work and everything, I'll always be keeping that in the back of my mind. What is, what is this going to look like in 2050? Should I be putting my money there now? Is this something that I believe is going to be, um, going to be a big deal or a big change or the way society works. Yeah, I love that approach. It's it's very easy to have confirmation bias and just read articles that align <laughs> yeah. align with mm. what you think about Apple. And oh yeah, I, th- I know it's a good investment, but to actively uh, search out both sides of the story to to form an opinion, I think um, it's a it's a real you know skill. And uh, a lot of our community should sort of take something from that story for sure. Yeah, it is really important because. The brain will see what it wants to sometimes. Yeah. If you've got a biased opinion, your brain will automatically focus on the information it wants to see and it will cancel out what mm. it doesn't. So it is a really important thing to try and get as much of an unbiased opinion mm. as possible. James, I love the fact that you've taken the time to write this guide. Um, I think you really test if you know something, if you try and teach it to other people and you're clearly doing that with this. Uh, what's the feedback been to the guide? Um, how, how have your mates responded? So I've had a lot of really great feedback. Um, it's really peaked, peaked, uh, peaked a lot of my friends and family's interest. You know, I use myself as an example. I go through the investments that I've made, the reasons why I've made them, and I just see people, um, they usually will identify quite strongly with a, with a couple of them and they'll go, oh, I want to do that too. And I'll take them through exactly what I've done. I use Superhero as my broker. So I get them signed up on the platform and I just get them started. And I've probably gotten about 20, um, 20 people signed up already. So I've had a really, really positive, strong response back and everyone's loving it. And I've also found it's really helped me reinforcing my belief in what I've been investing mm. in as well. Well, James, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, having you on Get Started Investing over the last few weeks and sharing your story. Uh, I know that a lot of the community would have taken a lot of value from it. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Thanks, James. So Lee, to close out the series, uh, we want to ask everyone what the best resources that they use uh, on their investing journey, because for everyone, uh, there's a fire hose of information out there and and working your way through it is, is sometimes pretty overwhelming. So what are some of the key resources that you use on your investing journey? Well, obviously, Equity Mates was <laughs> crucial to my learning. And uh, jokes aside, it, it was, um, particularly during lo- the initial lockdown and the onset of COVID, you know, I had the opportunity to spend a lot of time learning about investing. So I just chewed through the podcasts and, you know, Equity Mates was definitely on the most listened list. But there's heaps of other um, local and international podcasts where you can pick up great information and education about investing and business. I think it's important, you know, to study what business models work really well uh, and, and history. Uh, of course, books are, um, are up there and like podcasts, there's so many to learn from. Classic books like Security Analysis can be really boring. So <laughs> yeah. Don't even try uh, it. <laughs> but there's um, really great uh, sort of newer books out there that um, might be more relevant to people, like The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel, um, Richer, Wiser, Happier by William Green. These are fantastic uh, books because not only do they have good information, but they're just so engaging in the way that they're written that um, you know, it could make a really big impact on people's investing. Yeah, I think you make a good point there around 
you know, the resources don't have to be investing specific and reading business, just generally what's going on in the world, economic news, however, understanding how everything fits together is just as important to help you make investment decisions because you could know everything about a DCF or discounted cash flow or, you know, uh, the, the theory behind investing. But if you don't understand where it all fits in, then uh, you're sort of still going to struggle to get there. Sure. And there's, there's things like developing your mindset and your equanimity that's so important to investing because you could be a math uh, genius with your DCF calculations, but if you don't know how to behave when the stock markets are crashing, your valuations are useless. So mm. investing is the you know sport of outbehaving other people. So I think if you can dig deep into you know, developing your own um, behaviours, it's very, very valuable. I like that. I love that. Yeah, outbehaving other people. Maybe we need maybe we need a spin-off podcast, Equanimity Mates. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely. Well, look, we appreciate you sharing your experience with the Get Started Investing community over the last few weeks. Uh, there's always a lot to learn from hearing other people's uh, journey and, and how they're approaching investing. So, Appreciate your time and, and we uh, look forward to keeping in touch. Cheers. Thank you. So Simon, to close out the series, we're asking everyone what is the best resource or some of the best resources that they've been using on their investing journey. So really interested to hear what you're using uh, to educate yourself and find out more about markets and particularly given that you're in the self-managed super game at the moment and uh, probably have a bit of a different approach to your investing style than someone know, in their early 20s or so, what are some of the resources that you're using? They all started with the Barefoot Investor, like many people, and yep. just breaking down money and the barriers to money and finances. The Barefoot Way was really helpful a few years ago and setting up our buckets and thinking about money a bit differently from there. But I think more as, as with the, the young family, just finding time to sit down and read is difficult. So anything I can get <laughs> in, like, in a car ride to the shops or a car ride to work or whatever is good. So the podcasts are working. What you guys are doing with Equity Mates is just amazing because it's just so easy to understand. You don't have to do have a finance background. I don't have a finance background, so it's really good. Um, but if I need a laugh as well, I also like the guys over at Comedian versus Economist. Oh, yeah. They're hilar- yeah. hilarious. So <laughs> I keep it pretty simple. I don't, I don't go any further than that. Aside from, you know, just seeing what people are doing uh, through the Facebook group that you guys have. And, um, you know, I've just started my own crypto account. So I'm just watching a bit of stuff in that space as well. But just anything I can get on the socials or yeah, on a podcast is all I need. The, the major lesson that I'm taking from you is that uh, having a young family is a lot of work and, <laughs> and it's... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but uh, look, I think um, what you're doing in, and still paying attention and getting in the markets as, as often as you can, as we say on the show, like time in the market is is the most important thing. So even putting away, um, you know, that doing micro-investing or, or whatever it is, just plugging away at it is super important. So we really appreciate you sharing your your experience across the last few episodes and I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people in the community who can relate to your, to your situation. So um, thank you very much and, and all the best with it, Simon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, mate. So we've got Justin back, content creator, and uh, we want to know, Justin, what are some of the best resources that you've used on your investing journey? I'm going to go out on a limb and say the best resource, Not I'll talk about some different resources, but the best resource that I always turn to is, is YouTube. Um, I know I love it. I, for some reason, 
I just always sort of go back to YouTube to learn about different things. Not, it's not the only source, but I think it's the best for me. There's so much information on there from um, many different people all over the world about investing, um, you know, the CEO interviews, there's, you know, podcasts are uploaded there. There's so much content on YouTube to really decipher. Now, it can go the other way because there's so much you don't really know where to start, but I think YouTube just has an abundance of information. So that's probably going to be like my my tier one and where I personally always always go towards. Um, but flowing off that, I mean, you've got great podcasts, a um, little bit of a fanboy moment, obviously, been listening to the Equimates podcast for years. Um, so that's always handy to head go back to sort of like reliable podcasts like this, people you can relate to, like a couple of young dudes, like uh, both you guys and I'm young as well. So it's really good to be able to relate through that in podcasts. Um, but the third way or, or just another way and probably what really got me started in investing was you know, the cliche reading a book. Um, I read a book mm. quite a few years ago. It was called I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. Um, but the principles in that book really stuck with me for my whole life, literally until this this day here. So it's that's kind of like the landscape as to where I go. It's, it's YouTube for maybe more um, daily news or more sort of up-to-date information, podcasts, um, you know, like this one and all the other ones in your network for a little bit more long-form content. And then you can never go past books because um, if you see common knowledge through books, so say one person in one book is talking about X, Y, Z and another book says the exact same thing, you can kind of think, hang on a second, if this, this might be some really good information because I'm getting all these people reiterating the same thing. Maybe I should take a keen eye on that. So YouTube, potties and books, that's nice. going to be my three. Love that, Justin. Bryce is loving the fact that uh, you've called him young as well. As the, <laughs> as the only bloke over 30 on this call, he uh, he was feeling his age, so just, he appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Justin, look, we love what you are doing in, in the space, um, love the content that you're creating. So we'd encourage uh, the Get Started Investing community to go and check you out. Um, but look, a massive thank you for your time over the last few episodes. Uh, very much appreciate it and look, and we'll keep in touch. Thanks guys for having me. It was great to chat and thanks to all the listeners for tuning in. So Dylan, what are some of the best resources that you've used on your investing journey? Uh, for me, the best in, uh, resources I think are, are books and, and podcasts. So I've read a whole heap of books around personal finance and also investing and obviously the two things can cross over pretty pretty easily. Um, I've, I've read uh, Daniele Clear's Shirtplicity, uh, the Peter Thornhill book around um, uh, motivated money, so around the, the debt recycling type of thing. That, yep. That's something that I've, I really got a lot out of. Therefore, the book, uh, which has been read by pretty much everyone, <laughs> um, obviously <laughs> that's a big one. Uh, I'm just, I've just actually purchased um, the, the Peter Lynch, uh, ran, not, not random walk, but... Um, one up. One up on all. Awesome. One up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really keen to get into that. Uh, I've also, also read um, the little book of common sense investing, which I enjoyed, but towards the end got a little bit repetitive. You kind of knew where it was going. Mm. And yeah, podcasts, obviously, like, uh, you know, I, I listen to a lot of fire podcasts, which is all about, you know, obviously saving money and all that type of thing. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not someone who loves living on beans or anything like that. But um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely, if I can retire before 65, that's going to be a bonus. So, the other thing was the Barefoot Blueprint, which which came off the back of the uh, 
the Barefoot book was uh, something that was a really good resource for me, both in the terms in terms of uh, personal finance and understanding understanding super and understanding investing, um, but also getting some stock tips, not necessarily from Scott um, himself, but uh, from different members in the uh, in the community. Yeah, nice. So that was they, they actually had a really cool forum, which I think. You know, there's nothing really like it out there. I know there's forums on Facebook, but one of the things with that is you can't necessarily be anonymous. But, yeah, there's nothing quite like the forum that, that they had. Probably the one resource I'd say to try and stay away from is, is Ren's stock tips on, uh, <laughs> particularly on, on Mastermind episodes. <laughs> I, I did stock buy of the into, year, um, stock of the year. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone a bit more conservative this year. <laughs> Well, as, as as we say, Dylan, nothing on the podcast is a, is a recommendation. So <laughs> you've always got to do your own research. <laughs> exactly, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, Clover was the one that hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Well, uh, I would like to say as well. Uh, Stay tuned on the forum front as well uh, with Equity Mates. So uh, agree, there needs to be more of that stuff out there. But Dylan, very much appreciate your time uh, over the last few episodes. It's always great hearing from the community and we appreciate you sharing your story, some of your key resources and uh, your big barrier to investing as well. So appreciate your time. Thank you very much. No worries. Thank you very much. Love your work, guys. So Ren, before we uh, hear from our next guest, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and then we'll be right back into it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. So Tash, you said in the first episode that you frantically searched Google and just hope for the best, but I'm sure there's been better resources along the way. So what have been some of the key resources you've used to get to this point on your investing journey? Um, I think initially I started off with all the fun books everyone talks about, like Barefoot Investor, which isn't really that relevant to me. Um, or there's the ASIC Money Smart website, which I found really helpful. And also just like watching YouTube videos and looking at Instagrams of multiple different people to see how everyone invests. There's no like one really good source of information. Well, your book is doing really well at filling the space in the Australian market, I guess. Little plug there. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's really the book everyone's been asking for. But yeah, just like doing one thing at a time, looking at ASIC's website. Um, I really like looking at super funds and their asset allocation because initially it was really hard to find Australian specific information on what to actually buy and like what to do within like Australian and international shares. So looking at what funds hold Mm -hmm. and seeing like how you can apply that to your situation as well was always really helpful. There's so much information there um, on what the experts are doing, what the professionals are doing and and looking at them and borrowing their ideas Mm. is is great. Uh, When we spoke uh, in an earlier episode, you also mentioned you'd entered the property market and you'd set up an emergency fund. So I guess outside of just investing, it seems like you have a really good basis of like broader financial information, 
broader financial knowledge. Uh, were there any resources that really helped you understand personal finance, the property market, stuff like that? I always as forget well? that one. My parents, like, I grew up talking about money. So I, that's where the need, like, not the need, but the want to buy a property came from because my parents invested in property. My grandparents invested in property. We grew up planning holidays together. We grew up saying you couldn't have Foxtel because you need the money for something else and <laughs> budgeting together. So, yeah, all of that came from my family initially and like closer friends. Yeah, always forget that one. I think that's <laughs> really like a good recommendation. Like, go yeah. talk to your dad. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put Tasha's parents' details in the yeah. show notes. Hit them up. But I think that's such an important one. Like, you know, Bryce's uh, family, well, Bryce's dad and uh, got him investing at like the age of five with his pocket money. Like, whereas I just didn't grow up in that household. And I think mm. like normalizing those conversations around money is so important because like I've since spoken to my mom about it and she was like, yeah, when I grew up, there were three things you didn't talk about, like money, politics, and religion. And mm. it was like taboo to talk about money. Now it's like, you can just see the difference that like kids and like young teenagers knowing about money and getting started early, how much difference that can make in your life. Yeah. So I think that's a really good one. Shout out to your parents. Yeah, I definitely watched them for discussing mortgage interest rates when I was like in high school. <laughs> great. Riveting. Yeah, yeah. Not stuff. engaging conversation, but it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> the best one is like spinning. We had like the Lazy Susan and we put holidays with different budgets and spin and try and work out how much that would cost and have to like plan that as a family and be like, what are we going to cut down on? So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I feel there's like probably a kit that we could make a like uh, helping parents talk to their kids yeah, about money. Yeah, activities and yeah. Well, Tash, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for coming in. And uh, if anyone wants to follow what you're doing, you're across most of the main social channels at Tash Invests. Yes, mostly Instagram and TikTok. But yeah, thanks so much for having me. So we're now joined by Maddie at Money with Maddie on Instagram, and we're talking all things resources. Uh, Maddie, over your investing journey, what are some of the best resources you've found uh, to help educate you both about investing in the stock market, but also about money and finance more generally? Definitely. I feel like there's a few different um, areas here. So my favorite one is finance books. So there's a few books that I've absolutely loved that I found really have kickstarted my motivation and inspiration in regards to money and investing. One of them was The Barefoot Investor, which was the one that really got me started in the first place, um, in inspiring money and finance in general. Um, the most recent one I've read has been Your Equity Mates Get Started Investing book. I absolutely loved that one. And I Thank feel you. like it dove, deeper. <laughs> it dove deeper into the how and the why of investing um, and not just specifics of money in general. I feel like it was more specific. So I really loved that one. Another one I really like is um, Money School. And another one that I have um, just recently gotten but haven't read yet is Glenn's new book, Sort Your Money Out. So those are some books that I absolutely love and I wholeheartedly recommend to everybody that I come across in this area. Another thing is um, websites like the ASX. There's actually a lot on there that a lot of people don't know about, including the ASX share market game where you can you get about $50,000 worth of um quote-unquote money to use and play around the share market and get used to the fluctuations and volatility of it as well. I have found I learned a lot in there and it was great to better put some money in there that wasn't my money to learn about how the share market works. Um, and another is um, YouTube and social media, so like Instagram as well. Even though I have my own Instagram, I feel like being a part of the community, the fire community and just the finance community in general, we learn so much from each other and I feel like the more we speak about money conversations and the more we make it less of a taboo topic and remove the stigma surrounding them, the more we can learn 
together. So, you know, 10 heads is better than one. I've learned so much more over this year with my finance Instagram that I have throughout my whole life. And I highly recommend if there's anyone that you see that's promoting and chatting about finance and making it more accessible, um, give them a follow and just be a bit more engaged in that area. And you can learn things just daily by reading on what people are doing in day to day in their finances. Awesome. A great list of resources there. I remember Ren and I used to play the stock market game when we were back at uni. So um, would recommend getting around that. So yeah, very much appreciate your time, Maddie. It's always great hearing from our community. We've loved hearing from you over the last few episodes, sharing your investing story and some of the key resources and barriers that you faced. So all the best with the uh, the Instagram channel and, and your investing journey from here. And uh, it's been great to chat. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me, guys. So Josh, to close out the series, can you share with us some of the best resources that you use to help you on your investing journey? Yeah, I've listened to a lot over the years and uh, as podcasters, I think you can get caught up in that. But a big resource that I found and they're non-finance background YouTubers like Matt Diavella or or somebody of the sort, someone that has quite a large following uh, and they give great advice, don't get me wrong. But I've really found my home uh, finding advice from a channel called Two Cents. Uh, they're a married couple. They both have finance degrees and work with PBS over in the States to develop content. So they sure share a lot more than just about the finance market, but economics as a whole and policy. So I've found that that advice helps with busting uh, myths or stereotypes about our generation and you know avocado toast as such um, <laughs> that isn't causing us to not be able to f- afford our house deposits. Uh, and it, it's given me a lot of context um, into how things have, uh, I suppose, developed in the past and how how they'll proceed to develop in the future. And that gives a lot of confidence to uh, myself when choosing to invest in the market. Nice. Well, Josh, we appreciate you sharing your story with us, your key resources and um, you know your investing journey. So um, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, guys. So Rachel, what are some of the key resources or some of the best uh, you know, tools that you've uh, come across on your investing journey? Some of the best tools, obviously the internet, uh, if you have access to a advisor, an advisor is really helpful in terms of providing you information so that you feel more informed and confident about your um, investments. But I also use an, a, a broker platform, a brokerage platform, and I pay a monthly fee to access their in-app information, which I find really helpful. So any of the the brokerage apps are really helpful in compiling those latest articles about the stock that you're looking at, um, who else is watching them, and it gives you guidance on whether to buy or sell or hold. So those are really worthwhile and, and so worth the fee. What would you suggest to people who are looking for a financial advisor? Worth it, not worth it? Um, yeah, I know there's a lot of people out in the community who would be thinking about it, but are on that edge of, is it worth it or not? I think it's absolutely worth it. It's particularly worth it if you are, if you have a partner, because then you can split all of those costs and mm. kind of, you know, be be advised on, on, on both of your money, whether it's separate or together. But yeah, I think it, it's completely worth it. It gives you that peace of mind and the confidence um, relying on an expert before you invest, which is you know, very beneficial. Awesome. Well, Rachel, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for sharing your experience over the last few episodes. We very much appreciate your time and all the best with your investing journey. Thank you. Bye. Well, Ren, that brings us to the end of our summer series, an awesome summer series. It was a massive thank you to Superhero 
who uh, have sponsored this. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you guys. A reminder that Superhero allow you to invest in US and Aussie shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees, and you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions, and fees and charges apply. So we'll be back with uh, the normal get started investing uh, rhythm next week. Ren and I will be back from holidays, hopefully refreshed. Hopefully refreshed. Ready if, we're, to- if we're sounding tired on the first show back, we're in for a long year. Ready to rock and roll. Let's do it. Can't wait. Get Started Investing is a product of Equity Bates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Get Started Investing are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Get Started Investing acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.